Welcome to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. This show is your one-stop shop for all things health, fitness, and nutrition, and is brought to you by the team at Pulse Fitness. You can learn more about how the team at Pulse Fitness is helping people live stronger, longer lives by going to pulse.fitness slash podcast. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, welcome back to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Zach. I'm here with CJ Hunt. Hashtag silly C. And Miss Brandy Mead. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, so thrilled to be here. So excited. So excited. Brandy just got back from Hawaii, everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why we missed an episode last week because she was, she was like, just, where'd you go? What island? Kauai. To Kauai. Kauai. Oh, my favorite island. It was amazing. Yeah. Stayed at the Grand Hyatt. That's right. Yeah. One time when I was a kid, um, me and my buddy snuck out into the to, onto the slide. You know the slide at the Grand Hyatt? We were like 12 and we were going down the slide, but it was closed. You know, they have like a lifeguard up right. there. So we were like sneaking down the slide and we did it several nights in a row. And then um, we got caught one night and we took off running and we jumped off this bridge into the water and we swam into the cave and these... There were like, it started with one security guard and he got on a radio and they they chased us around and were looking for us and we hid in one of the caves. Um, it was like, it's such an epic story for us when we were when we were kids. We thought it was like the coolest thing. I didn't get caught. My buddy got caught. Oh no. Yeah, but he didn't wrap me out. And I was looking, I was looking through the waterfall inside the cave, like watching him and he didn't wrap me out. So he's, you know, my best friend for life. That's a good friend. Yeah, that's a good friend that right is. there. That's a good friend. So. I did not have that experience no, on this you didn't, trip. No. Did you get you didn't get caught. No. That's what you're saying. No, I did not. You went get down caught. the slide at night though. <laughs> yeah, of course. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? Oh man. All right, guys. Well, we're back this week and we are talking about the knee talking about the knee so a little bit different we don't really or at least we haven't like dove deep into a subject quite like this before um but there's a lot of there's a lot of our members that have knee issues and there's you know i'm sure a lot of our listeners who aren't clients of ours, they're like, got these knee issues going on and they're wondering, you know, what should I do? What shouldn't I do? Why do I have this issue? Maybe it's not that bad. What should I do to fix it before it gets worse? All of those things. Um, But I forgot our client highlight of the week. So speaking of a member who doesn't have any knee issues, uh, this client is amazing. Been with us for like a decade. Insane results. Um, Probably one of our fittest members, I would say. Um, And just an absolute, like you can't say Texas peach. What would be like a, a Texas rose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, something that like that. Tex- yeah. yeah, so she Texas she much, would be so. the the Georgia peach of Texas, Miss Julie Reed. So thank you for being an awesome awesome member um, of our Pulse Fitness family. A couple years ago, I got to go to her wedding. She got married in Sedona. It was awesome. So 
you know, I'm I keep this to myself, but I almost cried. It was beautiful. Not gonna lie. Um, Julie's amazing. Not only is she super strong, she is so much fun to train. Yeah, for sure. There's always in with a smile. Yeah, working hard every time. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, um, okay, back back. We love you, Julie Reed. I just call her Reed. Um, we love you. And now back to back to the knee. So, I think we deal with more knee issues than anything else, right? We deal with a lot of shoulder issues, um, a lot of low backs, uh, but I think knee is probably number one on the list that we see. And there are all kinds of different knee injuries, right? So a lot of times it's just arthritis, like it's arthritis or the the cartilage is worn out in there and and the member has bone on bone. Um, Our clientele is, you know, demographically kind of between the the majority, somewhere between like 40 and 60 years old that I would say that's like the biggest bunch of our our members. So kind of that's that's like a point in life where you maybe start dealing with some stuff. The body's built for like 60,000 miles and you you hit 65,000 and then all of a sudden things start breaking. Right. Um, so you, so you, we see the bone on bone, we see the arthritis, but we also see like, hey, I had my ACL torn, repaired, meniscus, we get a lot. Um, there's PCL, posterior, which is not as well known. Um, the MCL is your medial, but you know, there's, there's a lot of intricate things that happen within the knee. And so, so there's a lot that could go wrong, right? But really for, somebody that has had some sort of knee injury, the protocol for training that person is pretty much the same, you know, of what we're going to do with them, what we're not going to do with them. Um, if they, if they haven't, um, if they've already had the issue, right? Preventative is different. So, um, where do you guys want to, where do you want to head with this? Do you want to talk about like, preventative stuff first. I think that's probably yeah. like a good good place to start, right? Always prevent first. Always prevent. So this is for the, the person that maybe has like a little knee twinge or, you know, the knee is caught in the middle. So you think about like you got people that are quad dominant, you have people that are hamstring dominant, um, you have people that are glute dominant, and then you have people with all different types of calf structures. And so the knee's kind of in the middle. And so if you have an imbalance in your, like you have super tight calves, maybe from wearing the wrong shoes, our athletic shoes are horrible. So if you're trying to prevent knee injuries, um, then you probably want to go with a flatter <laughs> shoe as opposed to like a heel to toe drop. Um, some people, their quads fire way better than their hamstrings do, and they dominate the movements. Some people have really, really strong glutes, and so their glutes dominate movements and their hamstrings don't fire. And so what happens is you create like imbalances in the leg. Worst thing you can do is like hop on your leg extension machine or your leg curl machine because that's just, you're going to do way more weight in the one movement than you do in the other movement because one's strong and one's weak and then you're just furthering the imbalance, right? So those are some like preventative things. Um, Also running, you get runner's knee, Mm -hmm. right? And so what happens is the knee, when it bends and flexes, 
the kneecap moves one direction or the other and it will move too far and that causes knee pain and eventually will cause a tear right or bone on bone and you're destroying the the soft tissue around the knee so i had that in high school yeah from too much running too much football but yeah running too much football Mm -hmm. yeah bad positions and trying to go fast and not noticing it and it can build up over time so then you strengthen it that's what you have to do is the muscles around it yeah so is right so is equally as you know having one dominant muscle one you know weak muscle you have you can't you like you want to train those you can't just let it rest right um there are things that you should do so you should work on like rolling and soft tissue work to to get the over active muscle to relax and then you should start you know strengthening the underactive muscle right and use those muscles that don't get used a lot so a lot of the small stuff that we do even like something that we do in the weight room a lot mini bands that really can help yeah that that will help to fire like the inner thigh and the outer thigh which can help strengthen the knee and especially make the kneecap work the way that it's supposed to Um, single leg hamstring curls really can help that as well because it really does help even though it is on the back side of the knee it does help the front side to fill that out as well and then using implements so like BOSU balls or even standing on one of the purple blocks that we have just so you have a little bit of instability. Whenever you have instability, that's the smaller muscles trying to work and keep you stable instead of the big ones taking over. And that's what you wanna work on is those smaller muscles because that's gonna be the more fine motions that you're gonna do with the knee that in turn hurt it or help it out more. I would add to that, like work out without your shoes. Having a having your foot grounded on the ground with you know no, no big giant padding in between really helps you engage those those smaller muscles that are synergistic that you may like not be activating as soon as you take your shoe off and you start like you start doing an exercise without your shoe on and this would be functional movement right like your your foot's on the ground you're not like sitting in a machine mm-hmm. um you instantly notice a bunch of things firing that you never noticed when you had a shoe on so if you if you have some sort of knee issue those are definitely mm-hmm. like some some good places to start um also i would say the you know we what was our last episode we were talking about the we were talking about the non-sexy things of fitness right well if you have an imbalance or which which very few people don't right like we all have our strengths and our weaknesses if you have some sort of imbalance from the hip down then that's gonna it's gonna a symptom will probably come out at some point in the knee and so if you're neglecting the soft tissue and you're not rolling um, or stretching or doing some sort of soft tissue work on the quads and the hamstrings and the glutes and the calves, you're setting yourself up for some sort of knee injury. Right. So you can't neglect the you can't neglect those things. Right. You should you should definitely be adding it into your to your routine at least a day a week, maybe several days a week. 
for sure. And since we're talking about the non-sexy aspects of it too, is assistance is not a bad thing. You gotta be able to do the movement. So that's either if you're using like a TRX or if you have a Swiss ball up against the wall or a stability ball against the wall, that stuff is gonna actually help you be able to have that fuller range of motion while still working that knee or that area that's hurt at a full capacity. Just makes it a little bit easier to get to that spot. And that's where you wanna stay. Because if you want to have full range of motion, that's going to actually help you be able to hit every muscle when you're working it out. Well, and I think that would be more towards towards somebody that is now had the knee injury or, you know, is having the issue. And now they're trying to figure out a way to, to recover mm-hmm. or de- or live with it, right? Because if it's arthritis, it's bone on bone, um, there's only so much that can be done for that. The not going through full range of motion makes it way worse and stiffer and more painful and you develop scar tissue and you know you got a lot of a lot of things happening in there that are going to prevent you from wanting to move the knee more and it becomes more and more painful and more and more difficult to get over that that's why nowadays when you have a knee surgery like the next day, the physical therapist is like, okay, we gotta get, we gotta bend this knee called flexion. Mm-hmm. And we have to have like, you know, they're shooting for a certain degree increase each each day so that you can develop full range of motion. But I like what you said, CJ. So, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about um, like post knee injury or bone on bone, whatever it is. Like I said, the the protocol doesn't necessarily really change as far as what we're doing with the person. So we have we have a lot of these. So what do you guys think is important? Like the, I guess the couple of most important things when it comes to continuing to train with a knee injury. So I, I would start with practicing good form. So practicing good form with whatever you're doing. Um, communicating with the coaches so that we know, you know, what sort of injury you had and how we can help you through that. Um, starting, starting um, at the base and then progressing exercises as as you develop uh, stronger muscles around that injury. Yeah. So when you say base, like we have our, um, like kind of our scale of movement capability for clients, right? So somebody that moves really well, they're going to be at the top of the scale. And then somebody that doesn't move well or has an injury, like they're towards the bottom. And and the goal is to progress them through, through that. One thing that we see a lot is like no unilateral movements. So a lot of our Um, clients that have knee injuries, like we can't have them do a single leg exercise. They have to use both legs so that they're stable and can, and can maintain that stability through the, through the movement. Um, we have, we have one member who's probably our most severe case who, when she started struggled to do a dead bug, which is like the easiest, not the easiest, but the one of the simplest exercises um, and low impact exercises that you can do. And just the flexion from doing a dead bug hurt her knees, right? And so we worked, we've worked through that now to a point where there's, you know, she does, she can do that no problem and she feels better and better 
each you know with each workout and the ex- the extended range of motion that we're we're putting her through but single leg exercises are um you have to be very careful and cautious about which ones you're doing step ups are on a low box mm-hmm. are typically the way to go so actually when i started here i had somebody doing a step up on a on a higher box and they tore their meniscus just from stepping up and i had multiple clients doing it everybody was fine it was just like the straw that broke the camel's back for one of the one of the members right so um you have to be really careful about the the height especially if you've got some some knee issues that are going on and i would say for anybody out there who's wanting to know like you're much better off using a heavier weight and stepping up on a lower box than using a lighter weight and and try or body weight and trying to go high because you're putting a lot of flexion on the on the knee right right um glute bridges are another exercise that are really great that's probably like one of our biggest staples here a a bridge and a thruster right Mm -hmm. so you're strengthening the glutes the hamstrings the calves and when you have an injury like a knee injury you want to you want to train above and below it right or roll above and below it we don't want to like directly target the target the knee so what are some things that you guys see that are like hey let's stay away from that with our clients i think well you mentioned the single leg work so single leg lunges or squats um especially with heavy weight would be something to stay away from if you have knee pain or are recovering from an injury um, CJ mentioned the mini bands. Um, so I think incorporating the mini bands, that's something else that, that I really like to do when I'm working with someone with knee pain. Um, in, whether they're doing a hip thruster or glute bridge, that's really beneficial. You're, you're doing the Instagram thing. You're slapping the mini band on them and you got right. them doing thrusters. Yep. Yeah, it does it work. Works. It does work. And, the, and the it's monster like, walks. it's like a booty thing, right? Like you see all the Instagram models and they're, they're like, build your booty by doing thrusters with this band on, but it's good for the hips. That's why we do it for, for everybody. But really with clients that have knee issues that we're not going to have lift a lot of weight we're engaging all those muscles and getting the most out of exercise with bands on. Right. So those are great to great to use. One that I kind of stay away from, or at least leave it for last or as they get stronger is lateral motions. Like if you're doing like a lateral lunge, that's similar to doing a single leg one, but you're going sideways. When you're going sideways, it's a movement that people don't use as much, like just through life or anything. So especially in the weight room, you want to have the other areas strong before you start going sideways or again going back to using the assistance with the trx yeah or having your set having you set up with a full wide stance where you're not actually going to be stepping so you can get to the same spot each time and being really really careful like brandy said with form form is going to be really really um important especially if you're doing single leg exercises and even working on strengthening your core too can help um with knee pain and knee injuries if you have a strong core that'll help you ensure that you have correct form and and can support you through that that workout and that exercise that you're doing yeah so that would lead me to the the elephant in the room no 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 offense i should probably cut that out it's not what i meant um (laughs) Weight loss. Weight loss. Yeah. So listen, guys, it's hard carrying around an extra 
20, 40, 100 pounds is hard on your joints, right? Like go pick up a 40 pound weight and carry it around for a while. Like if you did that for a couple, you know, four hours, five hours, the next day you're gonna be sore and you're gonna notice different places on your body where that weight had an impact. You know, if you just put like a weight vest on or something, it's a lot of extra stress on your on your joints. And so people come in and, and that people know that, right? But it's like, hey, if you lose some weight, everything is gonna everything's gonna feel better and move. Right. right. Um, the other thing or two things is water intake. Your body needs water, it lubricates, it keeps you hydrated, it lubricates um, your joints. And so you're not gonna have you're not gonna have a healthy um, like movement or muscle tissue if you're dehydrated. And then also your your essential um, omegas, mm-hmm. like your you need your fatty acids because those also help lubricate your joints. So you need a you need healthy fats in your diet um, in order to to prevent and make sure you're maintaining the tissue that you do have that's not damaged, right? And there's a bunch of other things like you could talk, I mean, um, there's peptides now are becoming more and more, um, and there's a lot more research around them. And actually, you know, in South America, they're doing a lot of stuff because they can't do it here because of FDA approval, but um, they're using peptides to completely rejuvenate people's tissue in their knees or their shoulders. Um, there's PRP therapy, therapy. There's, you know, different things that can be done um, that would be like alternatives to surgery. Say you tore your ACL or you had, um, you know, like you need a full knee replacement or something like that. Obviously we're not doctors. So I'd say like consult with your consult with your doctor. But if you're somebody that's wants to avoid surgery, and it all costs, then there are some different things that you could definitely look into. Um, a knee replacement these days is actually not that bad of a surgery and they're kind of, they got some cool stuff, especially with partials. They're doing 3D prints, they scan you, they figure out exactly what they need to replace, they 3D print it and then they just hammer it in there, right? So it's, it's pretty cool actually. So there's a lot of different different things that can, that can be done these days. But um, I would say if you, Number one, like if you're concerned because your knees are bothering you, then, you know, like do something about it. Right. Don't just don't just keep doing what you're doing because it's eventually going to get worse. If you want to do a training program um, either before to prevent or after the fact, you're like, I need to stay in shape. I can't let this, you know, hold me back then come talk to us like we you know it's not outside of our norm we're dealing with it all the time anyway so we can definitely point you in the right direction um but if you have questions guys reach out to us because we're we're happy to help you yeah you, you got anything else for the people 
I wanted to just add to that, and, and what you said is great, but overuse injuries are very common. And so if you know, you're know you a runner or a cyclist and you're always using that same range of motion, um, cross-training can be helpful. So implementing other exercises besides you know that one. So if you're a runner, incorporate swimming or biking or yoga. Um, into your your um, daily activities so that you're not overusing or straining that knee. Yeah, and that's that's you. That's a really good point because now there's even a lot coming out. Not now. I mean, it's been been around for ten years, but um, out of like um, <clears throat> the the Cook Institute and stuff of of different squat patterns. So like you put your feet in different plate, different positions for squats where, um, and it's very untraditional. It's not like your, your feet are square or one foot's in front of the other. Like it's a 45 degree difference or you, you know, you're, you're really focusing on one leg, but you got both feet on the floor, but they're in a different, it's like a modified lunge. Like there's some cool stuff that you can do to prevent just following the same movement patterns all the time, which like CJ said is why here we will squat in different like lateral movements. It's important to have those. You gotta build up to them, right? You gotta do it. You you need to have some guidance if you you weren't familiar with these things. Exercise science is called science for a reason, right? So, all right, cool guys. Thank you for listening. Um, We will be back next week with more great stuff for you. Gobble, gobble, don't overeat. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for listening to the Healthy Living Scottsdale podcast. Do you have a question that you'd like for us to answer live on the podcast? If so, all you need to do is head over to the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone and do three simple things. First, leave us a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. In that review, ask anything you want related to health, fitness, or nutrition. And if you want a shout out, leave us your Instagram handle or name. That's all you have to do. Then listen to hear your questions answered live on the next Q&A episode.